0: Fact, rumour, scrutiny, suggestion, The Huddle.
1: Huddle with us this evening is Jordan Williams, Executive Director at the Taxpayers Union and Nick Leggett of Infrastructure New Zealand, the CEO there. Hello, you two. Hello, team. Right, Jordan, what do you reckon? Mega fairies cancelling the deal, good or bad?
0: Well, of course, I mean, it is. uh, We've just watched year after year after year that 1970s-style, old-fashioned, dark, smoke-filled rooms, Kiwi Rail style turn up to Wellington and extract cash. Uh, it's just uh, absolutely astonished that someone said no to them. The thing is, though, is that there have been, and for a long time, enormous cultural issues uh, in Kiwi Rail. I thought that the interview this morning with um, Peter Reedy, the CEO, with Mike was—I mean—I appreciate it's—it's it's difficult for. Because of course, um, uh, uh, Peter is is the old man of, of one of your superstar talented young journalists. But I thought that the light ride he got was bordering on gaslight. Gaslighting. I mean, yes, Kiwi Rail a dog, and they've inherited that. But Kiwi Rail continue to p- 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 um, put around what is frankly just a lie that replacing three ferries with two increases resilience. They should never have done that. I think the Shippers Federation came out and said this is nuts years ago. And then, then today, <laughs> um, Peter really literally said, Oh, well, you know, with the airports, you know, an airline doesn't have to build an airport. Yeah, um, but uh, the private ferry operators build their own terminal facilities. And, and Kiwi Rail is choosing these big super ferries, that, so they have to. It, they they have to take on this enormous cost. Look, the elephant, uh, there's been a, the emperor has, no, has had no clothes, rather, at Kiwi Rail on these decisions for too long. Uh, and it's about blimmin'
1: time uh, that the gaslighting was called out. Do you think, Jordan, before I let you go, do you think that it was deliberate, that they knew that this was going to cost more than it did and they didn't say?
0: Well, um, Kiwi Rail has a long history of bad news for the government. I just think that you know, your, your humble taxpayers' union has been pointing out for some time that Kiwi Rail cannot be trusted, and they are put they del- themselves deliberately that, in this position. Are
1: you, do, are you, do you believe that they are deliberately underselling it and knowing there will be a cost blowout?
0: I haven't heard the new head of the Shippers' Federation what his reckons are on it. But certainly, the old one. That's what they said, and I yeah? I okay. appreciate too. Of course, poor, poor Nick's. I think Kiwirail is a member of Nick's organisation.
1: So oh, okay. Well, here we poor, go. Yeah, it's pretty Nick, tough. Is Kiwirail a member of Infrastructure New Zealand?
2: <laughs> yes, they are. Okay, um, but that doesn't mean that we think the government made the wrong choice here, because the truth is that um, this was a project that was eating its head off, and we are in really tight. Uh, fiscal times as a country. And if you look to the other projects that were started, the New Zealand UP program under the previous government, there is a lot of blowout. The issue for uh, the infrastructure sector, Heather, though, is that what we've got to do is we've got to have this solid pipeline and uh, more of a bipartisan approach on big infrastructure projects so we don't get these lurches, which end up costing money but they also end up destabilising an industry. So when you come to actually switch the tap on again to build stuff, you've lost a whole lot of people overseas because uh, the the, the tap's being cut. Early
1: on. I, I take that. I take that point, but I want to deal with just what's going on here, right? Do you believe that that, that Kiwi Rail deliberately undersold the cost to get buy-in, and then knew well, that, that they would have to inflate it later on? That, that's an unfair question for Nukita. I mean, no, that, no, look, you can, you, no, no, wanna, I can, you can say I'm, if you don't want, you don't want to
2: answer. It. I'm actually, I'm, I'm big, big enough and ugly enough to answer. It. Um, uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be that cynical about it. But what I don't believe is that. People, you know, when costs are blowing out everywhere, have they not? Why was this not understood and budgeted by the previous yep. government? They have conveniently blamed the board of Kiwi Rail today. Actually, when you've got a state-owned enterprise, why were rail-enabled ferries even on, why were they ordered Heather? It's because the previous government uh, essentially, ideologically, drove the... Wasn't it Winston um, the, Peters
1: and Shane Jones who basically ordered that?
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. It's the previous yeah. government. Yeah,
0: but, w- yeah. but, but, but Nick's right. And this is one of the things. I know there's been the brouhaha with, with Grant Rollins and saying, oh, Nicola Willis didn't read the budget. But this was a clear fiscal risk we had all heard through the grapevine months ago. And why on earth was it an Treasury's disclosure in the pre-election fiscal update? Yeah, that's this fair is, enough. And this is just one of more to come.
1: Okay. Ooh, good. Jordan, what do you know? Tell us more.
0: Yeah, well, the thing is, is it's reading the tea leaves. I mean, the fact What's that we're hearing it through the grapevine, that, well, I, I'm looking forward to the BIMs. Um, I mean, the, 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 but...
2: Oh, the, the briefings are like, Oh, I reckon ministers. any other
0: stuff, it's going to come up and hang me. But what I will say, like yeah. one of the things I have today, I'm looking forward to the education BIM coming out, Ooh. the briefing to the incoming minister. Okay, thank I'm you, Jordan. Told,
1: well, yes, student
0: achievement is not mentioned once. Not, what is not mentioned? Student achievement. That's the calibre of advice of our Ministry of Education. Yeah, student achievement is down the drain. It's not mentioned
1: once in the briefing to the incoming minister. Which you would imagine is literally the reason that we have a Ministry of Education. Right, you're back with the huddle, Nick Leggett, Jordan Williams. Nick, Um, after the GDP figure came out, shows a a slump in Q3 down by 0.3%, do you expect that we are in a recession right now?
2: Um, Hard to say, really. I'm I'm not an economist. Uh, It's not great news, though. And uh, it does, I think... It, it, it doesn't inspire confidence, and I, of course, that's what so much of our economic performance is based on. It's that um, confidence for people to spend, mm. to invest in business, for um, businesses to hire people, to um, and and for um, there to be a general sense that things are going well. Uh, it will, you know, I don't think it's the end of the world, but it, there is certainly no shine to our econ- to our economic performance currently, is there?
1: No, not at all. Jordan, what do you reckon? Do you reckon we're in recession? Well, I, I mean, it's not about reckons. You know, a technical recession is two
0: quarters in a row and we've they've, they've backdated or corrected the old data and the stat seems you'd reckon we've had three quarters in a row. It's not an opinion, it's a fact. We're, we're in Hold a on, a check.
1: where are you seeing the three quarters? Because I saw well, Q4 last year, Q1, then then two quarters of growth and then Q...
0: Oh, we do it to... Well, it, it, then a quarter it, of growth. In, in, in any case, we, we, we're slipping backwards and we're certainly back to... Uh, Uh, further than what the expectations were before the announcement this morning. I think it's more significant, though, and the three-quarters is from GDP per capita because you can have a growing economy, but it peppers over New Zealand's uh, uh, economic output per person, which is the only one that matters, flipping backwards. And when you look at that, for three-quarters in a row, we are going backwards. We are getting poorer.
1: Yep, that's right. And actually, you're right. We should be looking at that Forget the per capita one. Okay. What do you make, Nick, of Buller's cat laws, where you're only allowed to have two cats? <laughs>
2: you know, I, I resent this sort of being told what you can and can't do. But yeah. you know what? I, when I thought about that, I thought, what, this will, what the success of this will be determined by whether or not people actually follow the rule. And if people want their council to tell them how many cats they can own and they accept that and they follow the rules, then it will happen. But for me, look, I'm just it's it's more of this, you know, lifestyle judgment, um, you know, telling you what you know, looking over your neighbour's fence and tutting them. And I just don't think that's a great. I don't know. It's not not the kind of society I want to live in, to be honest.
1: I agree. I agree, Jordan. But then I was thinking, well, I mean, there are other limitations on what your neighbours can do. So is it unreasonable that there's a limitation on the pets?
0: Yeah, the trouble with cats, of course, is you can't keep them on your property because they, you know, they own you, not the other way around.
1: Mm. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll next
0: more of a cat guy than I am. I'll defer to his better judgment. I'm much. More. Okay, you're it's a money true. guy.
1: It is
2: true. It is true. I am a cat
1: person. <laughs> okay. You're a money guy though, Jordan. So do you think that I'm being unfair if I draw a direct correlation between Buller tying itself up in knots about cats and wasting time on cats and the fact that they have to pass on a thirty two percent rate hike?
0: Uh well it could it's the old bait and switch. Um you it's know obviously it's obviously actually, what, are covering, it? what, what are you covering here though? What are you covering? You're not no, covering no, the no, rate
2: increase.
0: No, yeah well it could be what's this called? Um not a dead cat bounce. it's, it's putting it's putting a dead cat on the table and sort of to, as a political distraction of, the you are, look at the dead cat uh, yeah. to distract from what uh-huh. you're. Uh-huh. Maybe, this is, maybe B- Bull is sort of caught up on this and taking
1: it a bit literally. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe they've decided that is exactly how you distract with the literal cats. Guys, I really appreciate it. Uh, Merry Christmas to the peer review. You. Thank you for being on the huddle this year. Jordan Williams, Executive Director at the Taxpayers Union, and Nick Leggett at Infrastructure New Zealand, CEO There's.